welcome to episode 11 of the Foundations of Sports podcast, where our game plan is to present positive sports stories and the people who have the mindset of character, hard work, and humility and lead by their actions. I'm your host, Chris Horrigan, and thank you for joining us. A quick note before we start the episode, we were down at the New York City Marathon last Sunday where we saw runners accomplish an incredible goal of running and finishing a marathon. We want to congratulate two of our very good friends, Maggie and Shane, as well as all the athletes and runners who ran and finished a marathon. Their journey was completed at the finish line, but it was all the hard work over months of training, doing all the little things necessary to be successful on game day, from strength training to nutrition to mobility work to planning and preparing runs to making all the right decisions that led to completing their journey on Sunday. And our guest today teaches that and so much more to his clients and athletes. Mike Rossi is a strength and performance coach with Coliseum Strength. He worked previously at the collegiate level at UConn and Coastal Carolina. Mike played college football at SUNY Cortland and played arena football with the New Jersey Revolution. From the start of the episode, Mike brings a positive energy that carries over to his work. He gives all athletes and coaches simple and meaningful advice on how to be better in sports and in life. Mike presents one of the best definitions of the words coach and coaching and how impactful you can be each and every day to help others. We also discuss why coaches benefit from being coached as well as the importance of resiliency. Mike speaks about the impact of his grandfather and his family on his life and how any sports or life goal can be accomplished by working hard and committing to the process. Enjoy the episode with Mike Rossi. We welcome Mike Rossi to the Foundations of Sports. Mike, thanks for taking the time to come on the show. Oh, no problem, Chris. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Tell us about your journey as a coach in the field of strength and conditioning. Um, well, I guess it's not too atypical of a journey. Uh, how I got to where I'm at is a little interesting, but, you know, started out as an athlete growing up my whole life, um, you know, middle school, high school, college, things like that. Um, and as as I went through as a player and got older and started thinking about what I wanted to do with my life, you know, after college and, and as a career and things like that, just, you know, the love of competitive athletics, the love of coaching and interacting and working with other people uh, just drove me in the direction of, you know, wanting to be involved in coaching and sports and, uh, you know, working with people and helping people along those lines. So, you know, I, uh, it w- and this is where it gets interesting as far as, you know, the journey I took to get there. Um, I, you know, I started at SUNY Cortland and I was going to do phys ed and those kind of things. And I was playing ball there and then I got hurt, um, and had to leave. And then I moved out to San Diego, California, and my first true job in, I guess, you know, coaching, fitness, performance, that type of stuff was actually as a personal trainer at 24-Hour Fitness. Um, after a couple of years out there, you know, I realized that wasn't exactly what I wanted. So came back home, finished school, got my degree in exercise and sports performance at Coastal Carolina. Uh, did an internship with the strength staff there, um, came home, was working with a, uh, a high school football company, uh, where we would run camps and combines all over the country, you know, testing and evaluating high school football players, 
Uh, and that was a great experience. It, you know, it was a lot of fun while it lasted. It also provided me the opportunity to coach high school football at the same time. Um, so I was a, so I was working with these camps, training kids, evaluating kids, um, running combines and things like that, traveling the country, meeting people, networking, all that kind of stuff. And at the same time, you know, when it was kind of the off season for that, I was able to coach high school football, which was great. Um, loved it, did it for three years, was a defensive coordinator, um, at Palisades Park, Leonia out in Bergen County, New Jersey. Um, it was an awesome experience. We went to a state championship game, uh, in my second year there at giant stadium. Um, so that was an incredible, incredible experience. And through, through all that time, I realized, you know, I, you know, I want to give a shot to, you know, collegiate strength and conditioning, um, at, you know, a high level and see what that's like. Cause that was a passion of mine. That was an interest of mine. So I saw a opportunity at the university of Connecticut as an intern. Um, and I applied for that position and I was an intern there for a year and it was an incredible experience. Um, you know, opened up a lot to me, uh, you know, learned a ton enjoyed it. And after that year there, I was lucky enough to, uh, get hired as a full-time, um, staff member in the sports performance department. And I was there for two years with my own teams, men's and women's tennis, men's and women's swimming, uh, were mine. I strictly programmed annually, um, for them. And I assisted with men's and women's track and field. And I ended up working with uh, almost every single team, uh, varsity team at UConn, other than uh, football and men's basketball. So that was an incredible, incredible part of the journey. Great three years at UConn. Um, wouldn't trade it for the world. Unbelievable. Uh, but then as my time was up there, you know, I kind of reevaluated again and was looking for other strength and conditioning jobs at the collegiate level and thinking about other options. And in June of this year, I decided to come back home and get involved in one of my best friends, uh, businesses from high school. We've known each other since eighth grade and he has been running his own, you know, training and, and performance facility, uh, for the last four years out in central Valley, New York. So came back home, got involved with him and that has been going great. It's the, uh, the Coliseum strength and conditioning in central Valley, New York. And that's where I am right now, uh, training both athletes and general population people. Uh, and it's, and it's going really, really well. We're having a great time and I'm really hopeful and optimistic going forward. You've been all over the country learning the tricks of the trade and, and learning the trade itself of strength and conditioning. Now, something that you said at the beginning of the interview is, is, taking that love of sports and that competitiveness and helping others. Tell us, you know, you're helping people, but tell us one of the most rewarding aspects of being a strength coach. Oh, well, that's, that's pretty easy. I mean, there's a lot of rewarding aspects to the job. Um, but the biggest thing is being able to interact and work with others and help them achieve a goal or multiple goals. When you see them do something that they were unsure that they could do, or you help somebody reach a goal, whether it's 
you know, being able to hit a PR in a certain lift or increase sports performance, like a vertical jump or whatever it is, or you help somebody hit a weight loss goal or anything like that. When you, when you see that look on their face, when they have that reaction of success and they show you gratitude, I mean, it's just the best feeling in the world when you're able to help someone along their journey and have a positive impact on their life. So it's not only helping them hit a certain goal, but it's having that positive impact in their life, showing them that teamwork helps that there is success working with people. Uh, It's just a great, great feeling and incredibly rewarding. And it's really the main reason I love to coach. Yes, it's great working with competitive, determined people. It's great working with um, high level athletes, but when you can help anybody, uh, it's a great feeling. You just define what coaching is all about. You know, sometimes the word coach or coaching uh, takes on a lot of different meanings, and sometimes ego is getting away. But you just said in a very, very simple statement, having a positive impact on others, and you could see it, in, and you could hear it. I should say because we can't see you, but we could <laughs> hear in your voice the the passion that you have for coaching and that connection with people, uh, whether it be general population, athletes, that someone has a goal and to be able to map that out and take small steps each and every day, that defines coaching right there. Yeah, that's what it's all, it's all about to me, and that's what I love. And you're right, there, there's a lot of things that can get in the way. There's egos, there's politics, um, there's the business side of it, and all those things in every, in every shape, whether it's at the collegiate end or in the private sector, Um, there are other aspects to it that can unfortunately kind of muddy the waters, but I try to avoid that side of it as much as I can. You deal with it when you have to deal with it and you do the best you can. But the true reason I love to coach is having a positive impact on somebody and helping them change their life or helping them hit that goal. That is just by far the the most rewarding and the best part of this job. Without a doubt. And at Coliseum Strength right now, tell us what's going on there in terms of the different programs you offer. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, we are like all-encompassing at the Coliseum Strength and Conditioning out in Central Valley, New York. Um, we are a part of the community. We offer all kinds of different types of training. It was essentially built um, on the foundation of CrossFit. So it was originally a CrossFit gym, and it still is. That's the main aspect of it, Um, but it's not the only thing we offer, and it's not the only type of training there is. We offer one-on-one personal training. Uh, We offer uh, six-week challenges where people uh, come in. They train three times a week for six weeks. They get a personalized meal plan. Uh, They get an accountability coach where we stay on top of you, um, we keep you motivated, we keep you coming uh, so you can hit your goals for those six weeks. And that one is typically typically weight loss, but we do have some people in there who, um, you know, a couple people want to gain lean muscle, a couple people want to change their body composition and things like that. But that one mainly is weight loss. Um, and another thing we offer at the Coliseum is sports performance training, athlete training. So youth, high school athletes, uh, that want to come and have individualized training with them or small groups, as well as college athletes that come home for the summer, come and train in our facility as well. Uh, we have a great coaching staff. 
most of us were collegiate athletes uh, in the past, you know, certified degrees, all that type of stuff. So we offer a little bit of everything. And our biggest thing is just to be a part of the community and offer a space and an opportunity for people to come and better their lives, whether that's fitness and wellness, getting, getting in shape, losing weight, that kind of stuff, or for athletes uh, who are looking to improve their sports performance. We do a, we do a little bit of it all. And something you said there, better their lives. And that's the goal. It's just not about going in, getting a training session. seems like there's a lot more that you offer at Coliseum besides just getting stronger and faster and better shape. You offer a mindset. Absolutely. Yeah, we offer a mindset. We offer kind of a culture and a community and a way of life. We're not just concerned with people coming through the door, working out for a half hour or an hour and leaving. We are interested in building relationships and bringing people together, um, creating a culture, you know, not only for the community, but for our gym itself. Uh, we care about all of our members. Our members care about each other. We're, we're basically, we kind of, we try to develop like kind of that big family type of atmosphere. We support one another. We, we help each other with nutrition. We help each other with motivation and accountability. Uh, we do things together like Spartan races and charity events and socials. And, and we go, you know, our members go on vacation together. They go to each other's weddings, uh, all that, all those types of things. So it's not just about, you know, coming through the doors, swiping your card, Somebody just says hi to you, you do your workout, and you're out the door, and that's the only interaction you have. We try to develop a community and a culture and a lifestyle, and we try to change lives for the better and offer you know, an all-encompassing experience, not just the workout. And you're offering, like you said, that family of coaches, that team of coaches that, that are there to help, and, and that's what it's all about. Again, you know, we got into it here at the beginning of the, of the podcast. It's, it's a mindset, and sometimes it's lost. People kind of just go in the gym or do their own thing, or you have trainers or coaches that are you know, looking for something else or looking for that next coaching job. As opposed to what you guys are doing and the team at Coliseum, it's all about the mindset and it starts with little habits and little different things that make a difference each and every day. Well, that's 100% correct. That's what it's all about because it is a process. There's no quick fix. It is definitely a journey. It takes commitment and hard work, but those things become more attainable, more achievable, um, and easier to accomplish when you have a support group, you know, it's like anything, it's like anything else. Everybody needs help. Everybody needs, um, somebody to talk to somebody to guide them. Everybody benefits from a coach. Coaches benefit from being coached. You know, I do better when I have somebody helping me out or, or motivating me instead of just trying to do it all on my own. And we all understand that we've all had our own as coaches and as, and as, you know, the gym itself, a staff, we've all had our own struggles and our own journeys, and we use those um, to help us in our experience and to help others go through theirs. And that's what it's really about. And that's part of why I made the decision to come back home and get involved with Chris, who's the owner, and, and the Coliseum was because, you know, over the past four years, dropping in here and there when I was home on the weekends and things like that. I saw that culture and I saw that community and I saw the care for one another and how much it can impact people and change lives. We've had people in the gym lose over 150 pounds. We've had people um, cure, this is crazy as it sounds, get rid of or cure type two diabetes. 
where they're no longer on medication and their levels are, are normal and things like that. Um, we have people with hip and knee replacements in there working out, being active, staying healthy. We get people up off the couch who have, who haven't been doing anything back into a healthy, um, fun, active lifestyle. And it's just incredible. The, the stories, the things you see, um, the changes in people's lives, um, the athletes that improve their sports performance, that get scholarships to college, all those types of things that we see and we help each other with. It's just an unbelievable atmosphere and an incredible experience. And it's the main purpose and the, and the driving reason why I came back home to get involved in the Coliseum with Chris and the rest of the staff and all of the community and the members there. You have a great thing going on there. And Mike, we've known each other a long time and I know you're a huge sports fan as am I. That's why we're on this podcast right now with everything you just said about Coliseum strength. Give me one player from any sport active or retired that you would choose to come in and speak to the athletes and speak to every person at Coliseum strength. That's a great question, and it's a hard one to answer, but a couple people that, that come to mind right off the top of my head would be people, you know, somebody like um, a Derek Jeter or a Pat Tillman, you know, uh, God rest his soul, but, you know, people like that, people who exemplify what an athlete um, or a role model um, should be. Um, you know, doing things the right way, saying the right things, being supportive of your teammates, being involved in the community, um, sacrifice, all those type of things, selflessness, leadership. Um, those are the type of people who jump to mind. Those are the type of athletes and leaders that I would want to bring in and talk to a group of people or a group of athletes. Um, so they can share their stories and their experiences and what they've learned and how they go about or how they went about um, leading a group of people and a team and, and being involved in the community and things like that. How about while at UConn, you, you coached and trained a lot of athletes with what you just said about the mindset and that team concept that Derek Jeter certainly had, even though I'm a Mets fan, but you're not the only one on this podcast that has come on and mentioned Derek Jeter. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. Um, and then obviously a much more serious tone with Pat Tillman. He gave the ultimate sacrifice and and the characteristics that they demonstrated. Tell us about a an athlete at UConn that, that certainly represented things that you just spoke about, hard work, leadership on and off the field. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of, of athletes, student athletes that I got to work with at UConn who exemplify those characteristics. Uh, but if I had to choose one, there's definitely one person who jumps out and comes to mind. Uh, and he, his name was Jack McClister, and he is on the men's tennis team. And he's, his leadership, his attitude, his dedication – uh, was just exactly what you look for. And I've told him this in the past. I said, if we could have um, all of our athletes, you know, commit and act the way that he does, uh, then we'd all be better off in that industry, in the collegiate sports performance world. Uh, he was a positive influence on everyone around him, his coaches, 
his teammates. His work ethic was unbelievable. He was dedicated to everything that he that he was doing, um, not only on the court with, with tennis itself, but with his teammates in the weight room, in the classroom, in the community. Um, he's also ROTC and plans on having a career in the military. He's over a 3.0 GPA student. Um, he always had incredibly high and positive energy in the weight room. He pushed others. He supported others. He drove others. He asked me questions all the time about how he can better himself, but also how he could better others. And he's, he's the type of kid and kids like him and student athletes like him are the reason that keep a coach going and that motivate you to keep coaching and to keep having a positive influence and helping others and helping people. Um, when you have a person or a student athlete like that, who, who acts like that, who leads, who has positive energy and incredible dedication and work ethic. I mean, it just gets you excited um, to coach. I looked forward to every opportunity that I had to see him and and to work with that team and others like him. Obviously, it's not just him, but he jumps out the mind. Someone like that, you know, coaches learn from their athletes as much as athletes learn from their coaches. And just your description of Jack, he did all the little things from leadership and having positive energy. But what really stood out is what you said is he cared. He cared about his teammates. He cared about the people in the weight room. And I'm sure he cared about everyone on campus. And that is what sports is all about. Well, you're completely right. It's, it's all those things you have to, you have to care and you, you have to, it has to be about more than just you, about your own personal gains, about your own personal numbers, about your own individual scholarship, um, about more than just your weight loss. Um, but you care. You, you're invested. And you give back what you get. And, and that's huge because you could have coaches and you could have teammates or you could have fellow members give and give to you. But if you don't give back, it's, it's tangible. It's noticeable in both directions when you do care and when you do give it back and, and when you do act the right way and treat others the right way, it just, it brings the whole room up. It brings the whole team up and together or the whole group or whatever it is. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a very important thing that care, that selflessness, um, the investment, uh, it's, it's, it's tangible and it's vital. Let's fast forward a little bit to January 2019. Let's say you have four tickets to this year's college football national championship game in Santa Clara. Which three people, Mike, who have had a positive impact on you during your life are you bringing to the game? Ooh, great question, man. That's one of those, like, who would you have a foursome with on a golf course or go to dinner with or things like that? Um, great, great question. Well, number one, and this is always how I begin answering any type of question I've had like this, whether it's the foursome on a golf course or, you know, you're going to dinner with three other people or whatever. And he's no longer with, with us, but my grandfather, my grandfather, Paul Cardacci, um, who had a tremendous impact uh, on me and on my life. Um, he was one of my heroes. He was the one who got me pretty much into sports. He was, you know, he played sports himself. Um, he was a family man. He was 
um, a career man. He was a role model, um, a provider, all of those things. And the impact he had on me and in my life is, is immeasurable. So whenever I get asked the question, who would you go to dinner with or golf with or take to a game or whatever it is, I start with my grandfather, Paul. Um, so he is definitely number one on that list. And then from there, geez, um, try to think, uh, try to think about interesting people, um, who had positive impacts on my life. Definitely. Um, my high school football coach, Pat DeLiso. Um, if we're talking about people who directly impacted me, he would be there. He taught me a lot about commitment and dedication and hard work and, and teamwork and selflessness. Uh, that's two. I need one more. It, it can actually be even more. The last episode, I, I told Blake Brewer that we would, we would get tickets off of StubHub. How about that? Let, let's go from there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we got my grandfather. We got, oh, we got Coach DeLiso, my high school football coach. Um, I would also definitely go with my brother, Stuart Rossi. Um, my younger brother. We're 18 months apart. So not too far, but... Um, I've never met somebody with a, a harder or better work ethic, um, than him. Uh, I tell him all the time, uh, that I'm incredibly jealous of his, his work ethic and his commitment to things and his desire, um, for success and whatever measures it takes to get there. Um, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, he's had, he's been a motivating factor for me my whole life. Um, he's in, he's been incredibly successful in the things he's done. He's an incredible brother. Um, he's an incredible father. He's a great husband. So he would definitely, uh, be in that group as well. Um, and you know, I mean, I could go on and on Chris about people who have had a positive influence, um, on me and, helped shape me to the person I am and to the positive character traits that I have. Uh, I mean, the director of Olympic stripping conditioning at the university of Connecticut, um, Mo Butler, she had a incredible impact on me. The three years I was there, um, obviously other family members, my mom and my dad, uh, you know, just the list can go on and on. And I think that's the case for anybody um, who has, who has had help along the way and who has had positive influences in their life. I'm sure it's a long, long list, uh, but I'll leave it at that. So we don't go on too, too, too long, but I can name a lot of people. Uh, it's a great crew of people. Everyone needs a team, no matter who it is or what they are. And, and certainly you have a great team there to go to that game. Who, uh, who's playing in that game, Mike? Who's, who's in the final of the college football in 2019? Well, I think anybody would be foolish um, to not put their, 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 their bet on Alabama this year. That, their, that team, that program is just, just ridiculous every year. And this year is one of the best years they're having in program history. Um, so to not pick them as one of the teams in the uh, the championship, I think would be foolish. Whether you like Alabama or not, uh, I think you have to respect what they do and choose them to be in there. And then the other team, I think they're going to play. Obviously, this is where it gets a little trickier. A lot of people were saying Ohio State, and then they just had that big loss last week. 
which is going to affect them. Clemson, uh, obviously, is a contender. Uh, but I, I think with the way things are going to shake out, um, it looks like Notre Dame is going to have a great opportunity to get to that championship game um, unless they face Alabama in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things we've spoken about in the parking lot many a time is something uh, called resiliency. Many people know what that is, and there's different forms of that. Describe a situation where you were doubted or told you can't and how you turn that into a positive. Hmm. Wow, great question. Uh, you know, I've been pretty lucky in my life where most, if, if not all, my support system has always told me I can and that no matter what, if you, you know, if you commit to it and you work hard and you put your mind to something that you can achieve it. So most people in my life that I have encountered, um, have been supportive. I haven't had too many people tell me, tell me, no, you can't, um, achieve this or no, you can't, uh, do that. Uh, man, situation where somebody told me, no. I guess it would be due, you know, due to my, uh, due to, you know, some things that have happened in my life after getting hurt in college. Um, I had a pretty, pretty serious injury my freshman year, uh, at Cortland. And a lot of people didn't think I'd ever be able to play ball again. And, you know, a couple of years after that, I went on to play some semi pro ball in arena league for a year. Um, so that was a pretty big goal of mine and accomplishment where most people thought I wasn't going to be able to play again after my injury and multiple surgeries and rehab. Um, a lot of people said at 28 years old, you know, you're not going to be able to go back to school and finish your degree. And I was able to do that. And, and, you know, at 28, I went back to school in coastal Carolina and finished my bachelor's degree with a 3.47 GPA graduating at 30 years old. You know, that was, that was an interesting situation and typically things that people say would be hard to do. Um, but I was able to achieve that. Uh, you know, and just, you know, I guess just, you know, day to day societal things where, Oh, you can't do this or you can't do that. Um, if you just stay committed and you work hard, no matter how long it takes, you will be able to achieve what you want to achieve. I've seen that time and again through individuals um, that I've encountered doing things and achieving things that nobody thought they could or society would say you can't. Um, And I've experienced some things in my life as well. Resiliency is all about continuing to push, continuing to stay positive uh, and work hard and committing to the process. And if you do those things, um, there's, there's very few, if anything, that you can't that you can't achieve. As cliche as that sounds, um, I believe that to be true because I've seen it. Well said, Mike. And as we finish up, we call this the two-minute drill. It's a series of questions just like the two-minute drill. I know you're very calm, cool, and collected under pressure, especially when it's two minutes to go in the Giants games. <laughs> but we'll, we won't go there on this podcast. But um, how could sports play a positive role in the future? Uh, I think sports can play a positive role in the future as it has 
in the past. Sports teaches people a lot of things, a lot of positive characteristics and a lot of positive traits. Um, and, you know, I'm sure you've heard them all before, but teamwork and work, work ethic and, and um, stick-to-itiveness, uh, dealing with adversity, disappointment, dealing with success as well. Uh, sports is a great way for all kinds of people to learn these things at any level. It just doesn't have to be Division One college athletics. It doesn't have to be professional sports. Um, it is youth. It is it is high school. It is Pop Warner. It is Little League. It is all these things. It brings people together from all walks of life. It shows people how to work hard, um, how to be committed, how to deal with disappointment, how to deal with success. And you take those things and you take those characteristics and attributes and you can apply them to essentially anything in life, whether it's your career outside of um, sports, whether it's losing weight, whether it's supporting a family, whether it, it doesn't matter what it is, building your own home, starting your own business, joining the military, anything in life is going to take the lessons and the traits we learn and build through sports. Um, we and, and apply that to all walks and all aspects of life. And I think in today's day and age, people kind of forget about that and get away from that. And we start to think about building our brand and, and social media and marketing ourselves and look at me and it's about me and it's about my success and it's about my, my fame. And, and, and I think we lose some people, not everybody, but I think we're starting to lose a little, a little sight of what, sports actually is. And it's those other things I talked about. It's the selflessness, it's the dedication, it's the teamwork. It's, it's dealing with disappointment. It's dealing with success. It's all of those things. And I think that's what sports is truly about and how it can help um, people and communities and all that stuff. What are your goals for the future? My goals for the future uh, to continue to build um, the Coliseum strength and conditioning as a part of the community um, as it's, as, as its own business itself to grow and expand, to touch as many people as we can to help change lives um, and have success uh, doing that. Any sports event that you like to attend in any location, who is playing and who are you tailgating with before the game? Oh, man. Um, definitely the Super Bowl. I've never had an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I've been to a World Series. Uh, but not a Super Bowl. So definitely Super Bowl. Uh, 100% the Giants are playing in it. Um, I think I would like to go if the game was in like San Diego or LA or something like that, just because the weather is unbelievable. Uh, and I used to live out in San Diego and that's a great town. Um, and who am I telegating with? My family and you, of course. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What would you like to leave our audience with today? Uh, you know, just I'm grateful for the opportunity, Chris. Um, I appreciate the offer uh, and that you wanting and willing to have me on. And anybody, you know, who listens to this, um, regardless of what you do for a living, where you are in life, uh, the things we've talked about in this podcast, you know, support from one another, positive mindset, positive outlook, teamwork, and hard work uh, will help you in anything that you're doing. 
And as long as you can try to stay focused on those things, uh, everything we've talked about, uh, you're going to set yourself up uh, in the best position you can for success and, and no matter what. Where you're can doing. we find more information on you and Coliseum Strength? Uh, you can find us uh, online. You know, If you just Google the, the Coliseum Strength and Conditioning, our website will come up. Our Facebook page will come up if you're from the area. Uh, our addresses are on there. Uh, you know, we're in Central Valley, New York, right off of Route 32 by the Woodbury Commons. You can just drop in, say hi, uh, chat with us, or you can reach out to us on social media through our Facebook uh, Facebook page or our uh, Instagram page um, or give the number we have on a call there. Uh, and we are always happy to, to hear from new people. On the Coliseum Strength website, it states the following, life is all about progression. It's all about challenging yourself to be a better person than you were the day before. Mike, each day you have an impact on others, and that is what sports is all about. Continued success, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate it. Throughout the interview with Mike, you can hear how much he cares about others and how that translates into his athletes and his clients achieving their goals. He defined what it means to be a coach, be caring, listen, stay humble, work hard, build a team, and always keep learning. A blueprint for anyone looking to succeed in their sport or in any endeavor in life. We thank Mike for coming on the show. And thank you for listening. Our goal is to present a podcast that presents positive and good sports stories. For more information on us, please visit our website, foundationsofsports.com, as well as our social networks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And just like the combines for different sports, podcasts have their own combine, on iTunes. It's the ratings and review section. And if you like what you heard today, we're asking if you can leave a ratings and review. We greatly appreciate it. We will see you on the next episode. And as always, best to you and your families.